Hello from Bear and Kura, a podcast from the Land of Oz Information Services. I love you, Kura. I love you, Bear. This is episode 91 of the Bear and Kura podcast. We're going to talk about the funnest. What is the funnest prank you've ever seen? I don't think I've ever seen a fun prank. Certainly not in person. Maybe on TV. Yeah, I would agree with that. There's some funny ones on TV, though. There used to be a whole series, and I remember one where they brought these people out into the desert with in a van, like a touring van, mm-hmm. and um, they had, like, these helicopter lights that were attached to this uh, overhead crane Mm -hmm. and they shot it down on it and then these little like alien people (laughs) came came out and started peeking in the windows and I I think if I had been them I would have thought the same thing I I would have thought we're we're gonna get probed yeah I think I know there's there's there was a few shows like that Uh, there was that one, I can't think of the name of it. There was another show called Punked on MTV that didn't go to that extreme. But the one you were talking about, it was like Scary Moments or something like that. And they did, I think there was one with... Uh, it was a big budget thing. Yeah, there was one where they did animal testing. And... Oh, and the pig man came the out? Rat, the rat boy. Oh, the rat boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. And he was like, come here, little man. <laughs> That was hilarious because the way he was, he was a very feminine queer man, but he was uh, the way he was screaming and just then he wanted them to come out. We're here to help you. <laughs> just <laughs> makes me laugh just thinking about that prank. I forgot all about that prank, but that was a good show. It, but it ran its course. I mean, you can only do so much. Yeah, and it was probably very expensive. Yeah, well, Punk was pretty good on MTV, and that was they 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 pranked celebrities. Now, you like to watch a show called Ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. And I don't, that wasn't really a prank show. That was more of a YouTube it, video it, show. It was like America's Funniest Home Videos, but with a definite edge to it. Mm-hmm. Like things that, you, yeah. And the thing I liked about that show is that the, the host, Rob Deerdick, was his quips that he would say during when people would get messed up or something happened made me laugh the most i kind of wonder if they did several takes of that and edited it together because whenever you see something um later on you'll you'll think of something funny and and wish you had said it then well they they can do that they can go back and put that in yeah that actually became the biggest selling show on mtv it was like the highest rated, highest selling show on MTV. I read an article about how he pretty much turned himself into a billionaire by selling programs to MTV. And he made like this huge warehouse where they would do uh, stuff. Fact, <laughs> my God. <laughs> that was actually a cat. <laughs> that was not my belly. Um, Factory Zone or something like that. Yeah, something like that. But that was a good show too. Yeah, he had a few good shows on there. I mean... He had another show called Robin Big, which was pretty funny. It was him and his head of security. But it was, it was yeah, he, he he makes me laugh. So, But yeah, that's, uh, pranks, are, 
I don't think I've had many friends that are good at pranks. I mean, no, I've never even done the the call somebody and ask them if their refrigerator's running. Oh, we used to do that as a kid all the time. Hmm. Prank phone calls. Yeah, they're real big back. I remember growing up there. They had this thing back east. I don't know if they had it here. It's called the Jerky Boys, and it was guys calling up businesses, and they were all tape recorded. And they actually released the CD, but it was it was on the East Coast for a long time, and it was these actual tapes that were just floating around, and these guys actually calling these places, and it was all very R-rated. I mean. Mm-hmm. You, you, when we were kids, you didn't want your parents to catch you listening to this to get, give you any ideas, because they would do these different voices and. So you call the stadium and ask them to page Seymour, and they say Seymour who and Seymour butts. Yeah, but I mean it was he would and he would they would get these guys back on the phone that would get really really mad. I mean, they 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 were it was pretty good, but yeah. Hmm. Uncomfortable humor. Stuff you don't like. Yeah. Yeah, so... What are the funnest misheard song lyrics? Oh, God. Almost every song can have misheard song lyrics. Do you know of any off the top of your head? You're baiting me to answer the question for you. No, I'm not. Well, I, there's there's songs that I hear one thing and then I find out that later on they're completely different. But I, I remember as a kid, my there was a song called Hard... Hungry Eyes, and I can't remember who sung it, but my sister would sing it as Hard Green Eyes instead of Hungry Eyes, and she would belt it at the top. I mean, from the bottom of her belly, she would just sing it out loud, and she was little, but it was hilarious watching her sing it. She, she would just get into it so much, but you now there's there's so many songs out there that I misquote that I think it says one thing. And I remember somebody in the Star Trek club... Uh, sang a song which I guess was popular then and it, the word she used was she likes to potty all the time she likes to party all the time mm-hmm. my girl likes to party all the time party but all she the said time. she likes to, to potty, potty all the potty. time yeah I could see that happening though there's a song out right there was a song that came out about about 20 years ago by, by this rap band called uh, I'll see you at the crossroads by Bone Thugs in Harmony and there's a clip on TikTok that's going around right now, and it's this bear he's sitting on the couch, and they, the the lyrical version of the song is very, just and it's it's hard to explain, but it's very fast paced, and he starts making up his own songs, and they're like, what does he sing? He goes, I don't know, and he's like, hippopotamus, because a lot of the end of the the lyrics end with us, so he just and he just kind of makes like this. He just jabbers along, and it looks like he's actually singing the lyrics, but he has no idea what any of the songs are. And then by the end of the, the, like the line, he always a hippopotamus, and it's hilarious because he starts laughing at himself. And then I guess you got to watch it because you're looking at me like I'm nuts. But it is, and if you've heard the song, which I know, in a million years you never would have heard this song, but it's uh, it's rather humorous. Well, there is one. Or you just change one word, and it was um, when you moon the sky like a big pizza pie. That's a moray. <laughs> That's a moray. Yeah. Yeah. Instead There's of the, it's your. Yeah. There's a lot of songs out there that you can have a lot of fun with. 
uh, Weird Al Yankovic made an entire career out of that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you like Weird Al? Yeah, he annoys me. I, I, I can listen to his songs for a little bit and then I'm annoyed. But he, I mean, he's clever. Uh huh. So and usually gets permission to to do yeah. whatever. Yeah. He he was interviewed in a documentary or something once, and he said, "Well, there was one artist who would not give me permission to parody any of his songs, and uh, I can't say his name, but it used to be Prince." Mm. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's funny. Okay, how about the funnest celebrity impression? Okay. Um, Saturday Night Live did, did this really well lots of times. The act, the comedian who did Rosanna Dana, what, what was her name? Oh my gosh. Gilda Radner? Gilda Radner, yes. She did an impression of Baba Wawa. Oh, uh, Barbara Walters? Yeah. yeah. We, we talked about this the yeah. other day. And uh, there was this scene where she's, they, they ask her, or She's like doing a promo for for the next show or something, and she says, "On next, those wubby wubby lesbians and their wubby lesbian wives." Wow. <laughs> Saturday Night Live probably does the best celebrity impressions mm-hmm. on TV. Um, more recently, Kate McKinnon cracked me up. She would do Ellen. She mm-hmm. she was really good mm-hmm. at it. Alec Baldwin was a great Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. He had that nailed. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of good ones. Uh, I remember they they had a comedian who did um, oh shoot the the woman who went to to prison the the celebrity who went to prison. Um, what would she go to prison for? Do you remember Martha Stewart? Oh yeah, yeah. There was a comedian they had who looked just like. Walt. I can't think of the, the the comedian's name, but yeah, she looked just like her. Uh-huh. Yeah. She, I think she's the same one that did the, the sweaty balls. Yes. Yeah. The same With Alec Baldwin mm-hmm. and someone I don't remember. Another one. Yeah, that's that's a classic skit. That's that's always going to be up there. Mm-hmm. But um, Saturday Night Live, you know, it's gone downhill a little bit. But, yeah, they always have good celebrity impressions. So I would say they're the best. What was the funnest job interview? Probably for the job that I currently have. I showed up to it um, dressed in a suit, and I guess they're not used to people dressing up as a suit. When I walked in the building, everyone that worked there kind of disappeared. They thought they thought you were an auditor or something. They thought I was a a cop, Hmm. and that I was there to um, relieve them of some of their their items uh, per se. So yeah, no one wanted to deal with me. Yeah, they thought I was an actual cop there to uh, confiscate confiscate some items that were brought in. Because I was like, where did everybody go? And then the manager came out, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. But that was a good interview. And then during the interview, because I could care less if I got this job at all when I got it, I was being arrogant and cocky. And he called me out on it. At one point, he goes, well, one thing, he said, what did he say? He's like, he goes, you pretty much know that you have this job, don't you? And I looked at him, I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, as I told you, that you didn't have it. And I said, I can tell you, you're full of crap. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm still working at that place of employment. So, how about you? Well, like you, it was my last job interview for the job that I currently mm-hmm. have. It was fairly relaxed. 
and um, it seemed like they were really that, that it was going to be a good, really good fit for me. Mm-hmm. And I did ask how many people they interviewed, and she says there are four, and you're 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 the fourth mm-hmm. today. And at the end, I told them I wanted to tell a joke, and they kind of had this like like scared look maybe I don't know mm-hmm. and I, I said so a horse walks into a bar no. <laughs> I'm kidding <laughs> I said um, I invented a new word today do you want to know what the word is mm-hmm. I said yes and I said plagiarism <laughs> they laugh no I think I don't think they got it at first well that's funny so there was uncomfortable silence no, but it, it was like a you know smile, and then then a second later, you know the smile gets really big, and they they realize, yeah, realize you know that's too good. Okay. Do you remember a fun sports blooper? Uh, they're all over TV. Well, let me just answer this first. Okay. No. What? What do you mean? You don't watch sports at all? <laughs> no, I don't. Not even bloopers? Not going to watch the Super Bowl tomorrow, no. Just the commercial? You'll let me watch it by myself. Hmm. I think I'll go to the mall. Will you really? It'll probably be empty. Oh, probably. Are you really going to go to the mall? I, I think so. I'll come. And you walk, and it's going to be rainy and nasty, so. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, you know where I'll be. Watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> so my team's playing in it, so I'm not going to miss it for the world. Yeah, sports bloopers, I don't know. They're they're all over TV, really. I remember Saturday Night Live doing a parody of a sports thing, and it was when Howard Cassell was the the guest for mm-hmm. the week, and he did the run, jump, and throw like a girl Olympics. Oh, really? Wow. Can you imagine if they try to do something like that nowadays? Mm, they might get away with it. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I think you'd be treading on pretty thin ice. It, it, it was... It was hilarious. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I mean, there's. They used to do a good sports event once again on SNL. They used to do a good Harry Carey, and I know you don't know Harry Carey was the voice of the Cubs. An announcer. Yeah, he was the voice of the Cubs, and he would get sloshed during the games, and they would do a perfect imitation of him as he would start the game, and he'd be sober, and then by the end, he'd be like, "Welcome to the club." He would just do, yeah, it was hilarious, but uh, do a terrible impression of it. But by the end of the game, the guy was tanked. But uh, they used to do, do that pretty well. But yeah, sports bloopers are dime a dozen anymore. It's kind of like watching America's Funniest Home Videos. You, you can only see so many... So, so many, many balls to the genitals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the little kid swinging a bat and the ball, and you know, exa- you know exactly what's going to happen as soon as you see hmm. the video starts, so... But, um, all right, so what was the funnest comedy sketch you remember? Clara Pella. I have no idea what you're talking about. Clara Pella, she said, where's the beef? Okay. From the Wendy's commercial? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? That was the funnest one? I think so. Yeah. I, I had to do this again, but I have to get with Saturday Night Live. Downey, Debbie Downer was... It was a commercial? No, no, this was, this is just a common sketch. Wasn't, oh. Yeah. Oh, I guess commercial is the next question. Yeah, commercial is the next one. So, okay, well, funnest commercial, 
Most of the time, the commercials that I see anymore that I remember the ones that make me cry. Isn't that sad? But Where's the Beef was a good one. But I can't think of any funny ones. How do you spell relief? Oh, well, that's true. O-R-G-A-S-M. Oh, okay, that's good. No, it's the new Chewy commercials make me laugh. The ones with the dogs and the dog. The one with the, it's peanut butter time. And he's like, oh. it's not peanut butter, it's, you know, it's our chewy, but, you know, mom puts our pills in there, and he's like, but it's in peanut butter. I guess I can see you liking those. Yeah, I, the, the, the dog with the English accent saying peanut butter time cracks me up. <laughs> I still watch it, and I will laugh my butt off watching that to this day. But, okay, so back to comedy sketch. I would say Debbie Downer cracks me up for Saturday Night Live. Did you ever, do you remember watching Doesn't that? Doesn't sound familiar. She was like the ultimate pessimist. They would be like, the one time they, if Lindsay Lohan was there, Jimmy Fallon broke character, but they're in Walt Disney World. And it's, you know, it's the happiest place on earth. And she comes in and she always was, and they would sit there and she'd come up with something like the one thing she did. Oh, I found out today that my cat is dying from feline AIDS. And she would make this face and it would wah, wah, wah. And then um, another one is like, oh, look, Goofy's here, Goofy's here. And she's like, too bad he's dying of, um, he, he's sweating to death in there. He's probably, you know, just everything that was supposed to be happy and fun, she would put a bad spin on it. And by the end of the, by the end of the skit, all the other comedians were, they broke, all them broke character, except her, and they just started laughing, but it was a, it was a whole long series of skits that went on with Debbie Downer, so. Did I tell you about when I went to Disney World? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, a few it, times. It was my first vacation, my first job where I had a vacation that I could afford, and I went to Disney World. Well, um, between the airline and Disney World is like this transit center. Mm-hmm. They take you, I think it was on a scooter or something, to this transit center. And that's where people who are waiting to go to Disney World and people who are coming back okay. are all, all together in this room. Well, this was late at night. It was dark. Um, and they, they brought me there, and there was this family there. And uh, they were leaving Disney World. And I said... Did, did you enjoy Disney World? And the woman says, no, my husband died in the hotel last night. Oh, my gosh. Not the world's happiest place for her. <laughs> Definitely not. That's terrible. I hope they clean the hotel room pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Oh. No, wow. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, I mean, the people who are going in the transit are probably like, well, we're going to the happiest place on earth. Then it's the saddest place on earth when they're leaving on the train. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. But, uh, my funniest comic st- sketch, uh, again, Gilda Radner, she would do these, I think it was on the news section, where she says, I want to talk to you about endangered feces. Instead of species? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And things like that. Um, um I want to talk to you about youth in Asia. Oh wow! Okay, so spin on all the words and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was she was really good. Back then, that was when Saturday Night Live was at that was at its best, probably. Yeah, that was their heyday. Yeah, because you had her, you had Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, Jerry Chase, all the originals. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. What was the funnest cooking show fail? I don't think I've ever seen. Really. Oh, God, I have. Really? Hmm. And it's a classic. I mean, they still talk about it. Uh, Julia Child. Okay. Sorry. Did an episode uh, where she was cooking a chicken, and she dropped it on the floor. Really? She dropped this raw chicken on the floor, mm. and she just picked it up and washed it off, and she says, make sure you're the only one in the kitchen. Oh, wow. So she just spun it. That's hilarious. That's good, though. Because she's like the godmother of cooking shows, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's too funny. Yeah, I can't. Most of them are so well produced anymore nowadays where everything comes out perfect. And you know it's yeah, not. Yeah, they ought to have a blooper reel yeah, show for you, that. You know that's not true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen Rachel Ray mess up a few times, where, but it's a cut scene and it's, you know, she'll drop something on the floor. Or, uh, but yeah, I've never seen like one that was laugh out loud, barrel laugh kind of. And Julia Child was pretty much before your day, I think. Yeah, just right before it. So, what is the funnest pet name you recall? You probably know a bunch of these. Pet names? Mm Mm-hmm. Like like how we name our pets? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Go on. Do you know any? Of course I do. The one that I can remember the best was we had a dog named Knickers. How did that happen? We didn't name him. We we adopted him from another family. I hope it wasn't a British camp family. No, 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 no. We adopted him from another family, and the, it's kind of sad that the, the family that had him, the do- it was the daughter's dog, and the daughter uh, passed away at a very young age, and they just couldn't handle. So we kept the we kept the dog. We adopted the dog. But when you yell knickers. When the dog gets loose in the neighborhood, it comes across as something completely different, if you can imagine. So, yeah, that dog was so dumb. He would, After a while, we learned if he got away from the house, if he lost sight of the house, he would just go to the corner and bark until someone would find him. So he was easy to find. You would just, he'd get out, you'd let him go, wait five minutes go around the corner and he was either sitting on one side or the other side of the block just barking because he was he was lost he had no idea where hmm. to go so how about you the only the pet name that i can think of is a, a character on magnum pi okay on that show that they had these like guard dogs these fierce doberman pinchers mm-hmm. and one of them was named fifi well that's the yeah, that's kind of like an oxymoron a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's kind of like when you have a, like it's like a Great Dane and it's called Tiny or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, all my pets really, I never had any funny names for them really. Hmm. And I think that was a replacement character because the, the, they started out with two dogs named Zeus and Apollo, I think. Oh, okay. And then later on they got this third dog called Fifi. Fifi. Hmm. That's interesting. Not really. Not really. <laughs> no. But yeah, no. Not many pet names. Well, that was it for this episode, I guess. Yeah, really short episode. Yeah. That's okay, though. So, what's your favorite joke this week? Did you know that everyone has a date on Valentine's Day? Mm-mm. Did not know that. It's February 14th. 
play on the, the date and words, okay? So you're not gonna laugh out loud on that one? No, that was, that was a wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to let you down. Well, anyway, we hope you enjoyed episode 91 of the Bear and Kura podcast. This is Bear. This is Kura. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Bear and Kura podcast, a production of the Land of Oz Information Services. We can be contacted via email using the address podcast at oz.com. And Oz is spelled A-W-E-S. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.